So, Blake and Jason, we meet again. It's been more than a year since season 17 and I bet you've forgotten all about me. Well, let me tell you something. I haven't forgotten how season 17 ended. I remember those things that you said about me, Box. And it's not just me, oh no. All of Great Britain was listening. We've been waiting, waiting and watching. We watched Neon Gnome. It wasn't very good. We watched She's With Me. We didn't like it. We watched Action Family. That one was pretty good. But I'm here to tell you, the Brits are back for another season. So, here's my question. Who's the daddy now, Blake and Jason? I'll tell you. I'm the daddy now. She used to be an actress. She ever do anything I would have saw? Uh, I think her biggest deal was she started a pilot. What's a pilot? Well, you know the shows on TV? No, I don't watch TV. Yes, but you are aware that there's an invention called television. And on that invention, they show shows? Yeah. Well, the way they pick shows on TV is they make one show, and that show's called a pilot. And then they show the one show to people who pick the shows. On the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get accepted and become TV programs, and some don't become nothing. She started one in the one of the ones that became nothing. Good job. That's the hard. That last line is the that's the that's the kicker. Ow! Terrible. Fired up. Let's tuckly this shit. Welcome to Couch Pilots. All of you are my friends. It's the show that dares to fly into the unknown territory of awful television pilots of the past. My name is Jason, and with me is my laughing can man. It's Captain Villain, rest assured. Good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you doing? I This is the second episode that we're recording in the evening. We famously do two at a time. So I, On I, a dime. It's the last one of July. I, uh, very good. Um, it's, it's always The second episode is the one where I am uh, drunk. Okay. So there's that. All right. Well, I'll, again, just like last episode, I will hold this episode up by, you know. And this is where stink. I take the opportunity to thank you for all the stink. work that you do for the program. Thanks, Program. 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 We had uh, two guests last week, and uh, we one, have. One and a half. Yeah, one, 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 was a, one wasn't supposed to be here. Yeah, he couldn't stop saying it. Uh, we have the same guest this week. This week, now you have to uh, introduce them. Uh, these two gentlemen have been friends for a couple of years now. They're podcasting Welcome. icons in the podcasting world. Uh, they're the the co-hosts of the Challenge Podcast. Um, there are two great guys. Uh, the only one I would like if I had to switch, like yeah, if, like swap one out for somebody yes, else. Yeah, I would swap Tim out. For his for, wife, for for Amanda, oh, for Amanda, Brian's wife, because me and me and Amanda, when we podcast, we have a hell of a good time. What, what a weird thing to say about one of our guests who is here. Oh well, oh, and this is the <laughs> one that you're supposed to be on. Welcome yeah. to the show, Tim. Thank you. I'll try my best not to be insulted by that. No, that's a struggle. Welcome to the show, Brian. She actually asked why she didn't get you the invite, know. but both of us did. 
Yeah, I think we I, need to call her. She's always welcome. She's I think always. I, welcome. I think I outed Wolfie last time we recorded. I said like, Wolfie, you excited to do Couch Pilots? And Amanda's like, What? Oh, oh you're shit. invited to do Couch Pilots? She'll I just be, hadn't told be, her yet. Blake hates to have guests here. He hates yeah. it. Yeah, I think he's worried about the uh, the COVID virus. Oh yeah, is that right? No, I've, I no. hated I hated having people here beforehand. Because <laughs> I don't get your undivided attention. Mm-hmm. You're a good. You're a good host, though, Blake. Oh, just hearing uh, people constantly, I'd sub you out immediately. I don't even <laughs> want you here. I really appreciate it. The host it's that tells you that you here. shouldn't be here. Yeah, no, it's great. I feel <laughs> well, so what loved say- and welcome. What I'm saying is, I, I we yeah. had you on last week. You got your sort five of. minutes of fame. Yeah. If if we had another five minutes of fame to give to somebody. Oh, Amanda. It, it would be Amanda. That's right. She'll, we'll have her on, hopefully. It, it wasn't meant to be an insult. Oh, well, I took it that way. Would, would oh. she come on, though? Would she come on again? Yeah. She would. Okay. Because I feel like Blake, um, like last week we had a show called Mainly for Men. Oh, which you is, should have had her on. That would have been great. Well, oh, it was very what? sexual. And Blake, I feel like, is very... Um, I sexual guess, predator? I guess, yeah, I guess Blake. I would call Blake a sexual predator. Huh? <laughs> you would say I'm predatory? Well, you're always like uh, trying to make fast friends with her, even when her husband's sitting right here. What do you mean, make fast friends with her? Oh, am I, am I misspeaking? I, I, <laughs> it seems like you have a two-ton are mega you, crush are on her. Are you Amanda. saying that I'm, I make sexual advances toward her in front of her husband? I'm not hey, an those asshole. Are your words, not mine. I've, I've seen it, Blake. You get a little tuckly feely with her. I've seen it. <laughs> I have never tuckly feel her. He was her. sitting on that one. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That's that's he was like, I know it. Have I ever been inappropriate with your wife? Not that I've noticed. Okay. Well, I, I love well, her to death. Well, to be fair, Brian to notices fair, almost nothing. I don't notice anything. Yeah. I've, did, I've always told her we have one rule. If she decides she's going to cheat on me, we just have to make sure that the guy that she's cheating with can pay for both of us to live our lifestyles, and then it's fine. Blake, do you fit that criteria? No. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Wolfie. Well, you got you to keep looking. I don't. Here. I don't. Definitely don't mean to come off that way. I just. I'm very, very energetic, and me and her very get very. You have a chemistry get, with yes. her. It's very apparent. That, I, yeah, it's not a physical. Chemistry. It's 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 a, it's a humor chemistry. Well, on uh, uns- backpedaling uns- is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa! What's that behind me? <laughs> <laughs> on seasons where we have a theme, I do like to have guests for all the episodes. Sure. That, and Blake does hate it, but if if Amanda like uh, every time Amanda's here, I feel like we burn a bridge with her where she's never going to return. <laughs> never. Okay. What so, was the last bridge? What happened? Um, yeah. I, I, Blake I, I, took his shirt off, and he was like. He, he had pinched his nipples so hard to where they had turned purple. I think. I think one was bleeding. One was. You're right. That's right. That's why. That's how we get. That's how you got that scar. <laughs> and then he's like, "You want some of this mama's milk?" And then squirted <laughs> blood out of it. It was very weird. It's like when you put your finger at the end of a hose. You really got some distance on that blood. <laughs> <laughs> you're disgusting. All right. Um. What did we What did we not talk about last week? We talked about the uh, the Slasher Film Festival. Mm-hmm. We talked about the Challenge podcast that you guys are both on. But returning guests, what what ground do we have left to cover? Well, one of the things we didn't talk about, and uh, it it is uh, the Because I Said So podcast, yeah. which uh, oh, Tim yeah. begged us to do, like begged. begged us to do. Yeah, groveled. And it was he begged and groveled. It was a yeah. great premise. It's like eight mm-hmm. episodes, and we right? did eight episodes, and then he never yeah. called us back to come on again. Well, that's not accurate at all. I think I did three or four. <laughs> of them. I can't remember. You did. No, that, that was fine. I did like doing that. You it did was, more than I did. A, no, I don't think so. Okay, yeah. it was a fun show to do, and uh, I still believe that it could be successful. But I don't have the gumption to manage it all. Yeah, because dads are all busy, right? So I had to to get four guys. I had to get six to say yes, and then even when I did that, it whittled down to like sometimes there's just two guys. Yeah, and it was very complicated. Ironically, 
it's a it's a, it's a podcast about dads, and they were too busy to do the podcast. No. Maybe the maybe the episode maybe the show should be called like Bad Dads, where you get shitty dads who aren't available because right. they don't care about their kids. Oh, I could abandon my yeah. kids for the sake of a podcast. Do you think you can muster up enough gumption for that? I think I could muster <laughs> some gumption for that. Uh, to, to but, abandon my kids and be a lazy dad, no problem. Yeah, I'm on the verge of that anyway with COVID. <laughs> it's been too much parenting lately. Are you the only, or are you basically the only one parenting at this time? Like ninety oh, percent of the day is you parenting. I mean, my wife is also home, so oh, it's just so you're both home. Just a house where we all are sick of each other and yelling and <laughs> snapping over like my, like minor offenses. Tim has nailed his basement door shut, <laughs> so nobody can come down. That's right. right. That's a maze of a basement. That's yeah, right. it, I was gonna say, just hide yeah. in one of the corners. <laughs> <laughs> Smart. I should you do know, that. Just I should do cr- that. Crotch down, put your head o- or your hands over your head, and do a tuck lean. Yeah. Do you have a Heather <laughs> Langen camp picture down there? I do. Yeah, you should hide I under do. that. <laughs> I'm a little too big to fit into that, but I can I can try. Right. If you can build me a false wall, Blake, that'd be good. Oh, Blake, yeah. Tell Blake he'll he'll build anything with wood. <laughs> I'll false wall that shit all, all day. Right, let's do it. That's a program that uh, it was like a side project. Program. Pro- sorry, thank you. That uh, Tim was working on the um, the what is it called? Uh, don't I'm, uh, my name is Daddy. What is no, it? No, because I said because so. I said so. I'm sorry. afraid to unsubscribe to it, but yet it's just sitting there on my <laughs> on my podcast attic doing but, nothing right next to guys in a bowling alley. <laughs> <laughs> just podcasts that don't do shit. slam dunk. Hey, COVID. It, but that that makes me wonder because like. Uh, because Brian, you're not a, like a father in the no. technical sense that you have uh, human I have a, children. I mean, your wife calls you daddy, but you're not. You know, I find that shit. I have a dog and three cats, and that's it. But do you ever? Um, so it's like having children. It's exactly but, but the, it's, same. It's the same. It's the same. It's also cheaper, yeah. though. It's also cheaper. we're all here because we're podcasting, and we and we. It's a hobby that we've chosen and brought us together. Is is there any other projects, Brian, that you have in the works? Ideas that you have of, of new shows that you would like to start? No, not at all. You're dried up. No, dried up. How long much longer do you want to do the drive-in, midnight drive-in? Oh, I'm, I'm ready to quit next week. Are you ready? <laughs> that, that is Wes that you do that with, right? No. Who is that? This is my friend Noah from Springfield and our friend Doug from Canada. How can I never remember that? And how, and how do you get three guys to commit week after week to do that? Same time every week. And guys that have nothing else going on. Okay. That's untrue. One of them has a kid. <laughs> He doesn't count, though. Neither does the kid. He should come on because I said so. <laughs> no. But, but you, you would give that up? No, I don't know. You love it. You Sometimes love it. I'm just like, maybe I should just be done podcasting. I hear you. Just not do it anymore. Believe it's, me, Brian, I hear you. Well, challenge. We've now, been doing challenge now for three years, and it's the same fucking show every week. And yeah, there's a point where it's like, are we going to do something different, or are we just going to keep doing this forever? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, I mean, Blake and I watch different pilots that's has, from different eras, completely different casts every week. I mean, there, that's there is, exciting. At least. I don't know if it's exciting, but I mean, you watch horror movies that are the same yeah. way. It's all different casts and different ideas, different decades. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're all we're all just drafting off of someone else's content, essentially, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think the big thing is everybody has a podcast now, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it doesn't it doesn't feel as special as it used to. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't get as much pussy as I used to. <laughs> yeah, you got Bla- pussy? Blake went to Lowe's like back in 2007 or 8, and he bought a rake specifically to rake in pussy for the time. <laughs> right. oh, yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I didn't it, know I didn't know they had that there. Yeah, it was a pussy rake. It was pink and it was real wide. Like the teeth were real wide. Mm-hmm. Really wide. <laughs> he just raked that pussy in. It had antibacterial tips too, right? Tips, soft tip, like padded tips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. padded tips, bad tips. Ah, <laughs> oh, the good old days. Yeah, have back a, when, to have a squeegee for that one week a month. 
Uh, no, those those are the one you just kind of. You mean the nipple bleed month part yeah, of the month? Yeah. That's kind of like no, that's kind of like the when you rake in and there's a pile of dog shit that's covered in leaves right. and then you rake it and right. it's and it's just like dog shit and like you you're trying to like pound that rake to get that off and it doesn't come off so then you just you just keep raking. What the fuck is going on? He, he, basically, what he's saying is women. Period. Dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm saying it's gross, and you just get through it, and you either fuck it or just tell her fine, right, whatever. It's time to play to. the outro music. Let's just be done. We're done with the show. Yeah, I think so. you're not even supposed to be here. No, this is my show, and I'm decided to end it after that weird. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck that. It was, was. it was an analogy. It was a good analogy. Oh yeah, it was really good. <laughs> you just got to get it. So should I write dog poop or raking on here? Uh, write, write all of it. Like put dog poop slash raking. Draw a picture of what you envision this pussy rake to yeah. look like. Yes, draw a picture. This pussy rig, is that what you said? Is that what you call rake. it? Rake. <laughs> no, rake. I like pussy rig better. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> pussy rig. I, sure, knew, yeah, I yeah. knew we were going to talk about this. God damn it. <laughs> is that 1G or 2? 1G. Thank you. What what else should we talk about? Should I, should I tell you about my squirrel fascination? Yeah, well, yeah, because when I we came over the other day, I, I'm making squirrel tables and chicken tables. Yeah, and you're like, oh, this is what I did. Yes, you you took a a, a one by six probably. No, a one by four. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> you took a one by four and you made uh you 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 glued or nailed a little uh, quarter round quarter round on there so they could get up there mm-hmm. and then you just put a bunch of uh, uh, bird seed and peanuts. They really like peanuts. They love and, peanuts. And you just put them up there because while you're working all day in your on your bar, right? Uh, you can look out the window and you just watch squirrels eat. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're saying it negatively. Next but, subject, please. Oh, is that <laughs> no, right? no, no, no? No, I, I I'm working from home and have been since March, and I, I set up my kitchen counter and it looks directly out a window. And what do I see all day? But these goddamn squirrels and chipmunks running around. I was like, how can I get them close to me? And yeah. I, I have a brick house with a ledge on those He's windows. He's got a brick house. So I was like, what, what scrap do I have in the, in the yard, uh, in my garage? So I, I created this like wooden ladder that goes up to the, the ledge. And so like five inches from my face... I have these squirrels and chipmunks all day just stuffing their face full of peanuts. Do they look at you? And I mean, it, no, they can't see me in there. The reflection they can't see in. Do, so you, I, do you name them? I do name them. Ronnie, <laughs> tell, tell Bobby, me the Ricky, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Tum oh, Tum Tumaru. I got Rum Tum Tumar Tugger. Um, no, one's got a, uh, a like a little like slit in his right ear, and his name is Chip. And then I got another squirrel with a slit in its uh, left ear. His name is Dale. That's and I original. Got, and I've got one that's like his whole head is like. It's raw from like mange, so, so his name is Squirrel Haggard. And then I got this little squirrel that will uh, if he gets excited and scared quick uh, easily, so he'll like run up the side of the wall. And I call him Super Squirrel Jimmy Snooka. Nice. And then I've got a new one. I haven't named him yet. I don't know what he's gonna be. But then I also have little chipmunks that come up, and I can't I can't tell the chipmunks apart at all. They all look the same to me. But uh, it's I, re- I probably have about six or seven different animals that now, come right up to my window on they, a daily basis. Is it like first come first served? They, do no, each no. of them come different times of the there's day. No ticket system that they take a ticket. But no, they come up. They come to the window. They take a ticket, and there's there's a line formed of rodentia out in my driveway. <laughs> uh, but do you, no, do you screen them for COVID? Take the little squirrel I, temperatures. I do not. They're, they're squirrel exactly. temperatures. How, how do you take a squirrel's temperature with the same little laser oh, fucking beam okay. they use at restaurants? I, I grab them by the neck and I shoot a laser beam <laughs> into the squirrels. 
<laughs> well, but no, do, do the different ones come different times of the day, or is it just random? It's a it's a grab bag, because if, if one's up there eating, and someone comes up the ladder, then they'll make a move and scare the other one away. Oh. And then I also have a little water dish I put up there, too. How many how many times a day do you go and... Um... I refill it probably five to seven times a day. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> it gives me something to do. No, I... It's, 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 it's literally five inches from my face. Once I put my face up at the window, they can't see me, and I just see them eat. They eating. definitely can't see your dick if it's only five inches away. But the funny thing is, today I saw a squirrel's dick. <laughs> really? What's yeah, it look like? It looks like a little pink nipple. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it would look like. A, just a little tiny hairy pink nipple. But it's a penis. And that was Jane, right? The one no, that, that, was super sn- that was oh, Jimmy Snuka. Jimmy Snuka? <laughs> yeah. Did, did he hit the girl squirrel in the head and she unexpectedly died on unexplained? No, but he did have a money dispute with another squirrel and stabbed him to death in the shower. <laughs> Is that what he did? No, it was, that, that was that happened to Bruiser Brody. What? Or Squirrel Brody, I guess. With the, in the shower? Oh, I yeah. thought it was Snooka. Snooka killed no. a lady? Yeah, apparently he was known for slapping his girlfriend around. Good man. And then the uh, cops came to his hotel room because they called they called nine one one and she had passed out and then she ended up dying. And, and they then found that, that she was had, in the eighties, right? She had blunt force trauma to the back of her head, and he claimed she passed out and fell and hit her head. And they're like, "We believe you, man, who's on steroids. Maybe you'll get tried in thirty years before yeah, you die." Right. They started to get tried, but then they found he had cancer and dementia. So they're like, "Well, he's about to die anyway." So fuck it. We're not gonna. This is a, with this it. is an instance where there will be no justice. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, merciful heavens! That's thanks, probably thanks, enough. Vince. That's enough, right? Thanks, Vince. Because of the steroids, I got it. I got what you're saying. The well, rumors are he paid off the cops to keep him from really taking him to jail. How much money does a Jimmy Snook I have? No, Vince McMahon paid is what he's saying. Really, just to keep bad press away from the WWF? Yeah, I guess. You should watch Dark Side of the Ring. It's very interesting. I watched uh, two episodes a couple months ago about uh, Chris, Chris Benoit. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the saddest one that they've ever made? Yeah. The one that made it look like he was a, a raging homosexual in love with uh, uh, Jer- uh, who, no, Guerrero. Guerrero. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> no, it, yeah, yeah. I, I like both of them. I loved Eddie Guerrero and I loved Chris Benoit. It was, what a bummer, man. It was a great was time a in wrestling. Yeah. The, their deaths. Right, are, Tim? No. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it was a great time in wrestling. That era yes. was the Attitude Era was great. And then after that, it went from because I didn't realize until recently that there were eras in wrestling. Oh, yes. But but after the um, the Attitude Era, it was called Get the F Out Era. Is that right? And that was and that was in lieu to removing the F from WWF well, to WWE. Now that's called the Ruthless Aggression Era. Well, that's that. That's the perfect name for it because that sounds yeah. as douchey as like the <laughs> rap metal of the time period sounds, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. It's about the same. The ruthless aggression. That's the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard in my life. Are you not a wrestling guy at all, Tim? Not a bit, no. I never... And I seem like I should be, but it just never hit me. You look like a guy who would love it. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know what that means. I don't know. <laughs> never, don't never, know never. Not in the 80s at all? Never. Not in the late 90s with the massive resurgence? No. None of it. No. I liked uh, Hulk Hogan. He did some Nickelodeon specials I liked as a kid. That was about fucking all I knew <laughs> about wrestling. Nerd. Oh, you mean Terry Bollea? That's how I sure. know. I don't know. That's cool. Whatever. He did a Nickelodeon special where he was like, <laughs> "I was a fat kid and oh, I got picked on and don't pick on kids." That's all. That's all I know. Uh, about yeah. He also uh, fucked uh, 
Bubba loves Sponge's wife and then said the N word. So, yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good times. I just want to keep it. I just want to keep the circle moving. He did at the same time, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't pick on kids. He, he was calling her that as he was fucking yeah. her, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's got a sex tape, doesn't he, Wolfie? Oh, yeah. It's That's what he's talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wolfie loves celebrity sex tapes. I don't know if you guys know that. I didn't know that. He's obsessed <laughs> with them. He'll fucking look for any of that shit. Yeah. What's your favorite? Give me your top five. Oh, top five. five number five. They, um, no, no particular order, I suppose. Just top. Let's give me five. Oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot. Pamela and Tommy. One night. Pamela and Tommy is pretty good. One night in China. Johnny Bananas. Definitely not one night in China. <laughs> <laughs> she was not very attractive. Johnny Bananas. Uh, that's he's not gotta, a positive. He's got to be on the. Does one. he have a sex tape? Yeah. Have yeah, you seen his cock? Yeah, it's very small, which is not surprising. Fair enough. <laughs> so, uh, in Hogan and uh, Bubba's wife. That was gross. That, that's yeah. on the list, though. Yeah, he's just it just all he you just, see is old man ass the yeah, entire he just, time. He's just kind of like just pumping, just pumping, <clears throat> super tanned ass. He's like, let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> Ingest these vitamins. <laughs> but that's it. What else you got? Give me two. Give me two uh, more. Kim Kardashian's pretty good. Oh yeah, that that's when good. she was moderately attractive. Now she's, she's like gross. she's like nineteen or something like that, right? Yeah. What about Dunbar and Pumpkin? Yeah. What, what does that mean? Dunbar is from the challenge that we watch. Yeah, he so there are multiple sex tapes coming it, from the it's challenge. It's not really a sex two. tape because he was on a specific program. Yeah. It was on Playboy TV <laughs> to swing it back around the last week. Thank you. And uh, they got reality stars to come on. Some girl from one of the Flavor of Love. Seasons. Was it New York? No, it was Pumpkin. Oh, Pumpkin, a blonde girl. I remember. But she was a big party pooper. She didn't want to do anything, so she just went to sleep, and everybody else fucked in the living room. <laughs> nice. So, somebody's got to fuck. There's another yeah. one I was trying to think of. Uh, a Farah Abraham. No. Oh, the the teen mom one. Yeah, it wasn't good. No, that one wasn't good. No. She, well, she what's the guy she had sex with? It was uh, James Dean. James Dean. What about Paris Hilton? Yeah, that wasn't good either. No, I, I would think that Paris Hilton would be a dead fuck. She like was. I, yeah, I, yeah, I would she not see. Good, but but I, I would see her as a dead fucking. I'm. You're right. Man. You're right about that. What's uh, what's your favorite sex tape like? Oh, I don't think I've ever actually like. I mean, you I'm, didn't watch the page from WWE one. Come on. I haven't seen that. No, one. I haven't seen it. Well, no, no. He's watching it now. No, I I, I, I saw <laughs> in his mind. <laughs> I saw about thirty seconds of it. I didn't see like a, a good enough amount, but yeah. Tim, favorite favorite celebrity sex tape? The one with uh, Jason and Blake from Couch Pilots, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't yeah. we don't promote that nearly yeah, as enough as yeah. we do. Yeah, I'm a super fan, guys. Yeah, yeah, I got all the deep cuts. Yeah, what, what was your favorite part the of the sex tape? The deep tucklies. <laughs> Blake made me tuck for that. He made me tuckly for that one. No, I would have tucked. Don't worry, I'll always tuck for you. Weirdly, you both tucked and you just kind of bumped <laughs> pelvises together. We, we ran and smacked our bellies together, fully tucked, and that, and that was about that was like. That was fifth. That was the full fifteen minutes of the sh- of the right. uh, tape. I think right. the weird thing is you did that Yokozuna move beforehand that like sumo wrestlers do. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What was funny is I usually don't. Uh, I'm famous for not pushing record on time, but this one I had it. I was like, it was like there was it was a thirty minute video. Yeah. And I I, I turned it on fifteen minutes before anything happened. So. Yep. Fifteen minutes before Jason even got here. It's still, right. Still time for plenty of pillow talk at the end, which is of course my favorite part. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very revealing. Uh, today we discuss the pilot episode of Canned Laughter from the year of our Lord, 1900 plus 79. Now, that was a great year. Great year for me, uh, 1979. I was four years old. 
and love and life. Parents were already divorced. Amen. Uh, they didn't belong. Your parents never belonged together. No, they never did. And I was already showing signs of uh, a troubled child. Sure. Even at four years old. I believe it. And uh, yeah, temper tantrums, inability to uh, communicate with people. It was explosive diarrhea. Well, yeah. Let's, it's, it's also about the time where, like, if I had to go pee and I was out in the yard, I would just kneel down like uh, Colin Kaepernick, and I would just stay there, and then my brother would go, go pee. Is that what Colin Kaepernick was doing when he yeah. took a knee on a lot of people, A lot of people don't know that, but... I thought but, it was because of, like, the uh, like Black Lives Matter. No, no, not originally. He was taking a piss in the field? Yeah, he was... He, no, he no he wasn't peeing. He was trying to keep from peeing. Oh. So he would kneel down, and he'd put his, his, his thighs together real, real close, Yeah, yeah. and so he wouldn't pee, and... Pinching it, essentially. Uh, yeah, he was pinching the... Tuckling it off there. Yeah, he was tuckling it off. That was the first time. And then everybody's like, oh, he's protesting. He's like, oh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was protesting. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And originally, he was protesting the fact that they use uh, pigskins for the footballs. I see. Uh, Tim wins, by the way, all of uh, uses of the word tuckling. <laughs> oh, yeah. he's show's not over yet, guys. <laughs> yeah. You guys, you guys can catch up. Now we got to catch up. Now we're fucked because now we have to have him on eight more episodes after this. Uh, 1979, let's go back there in, in our, our minds. minds. And to do so, we'll talk about a few things that happened in 1979 so we can properly digest and understand canned laughter within the time frame in which it was created. Right, because you can't judge this pilot on today's standards. 2020... Not, not fair. Not fair. I mean, first of all, of course, they didn't have COVID back in... Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, they didn't have COVID no, in 79. Uh, they didn't have birth control pills, mm. right? They didn't have can koozies as well. And I'll tell you guys one thing, and, and you're going to find this hard to believe, but it is true. Back in 1979, they didn't have Band-Aids. So you can't judge this pilot on today. There were so many things that weren't around. No can koozies? No. No birth control? Mm-mm. In nope. uh, my, my sophomore year of college, I went down to can koozie for spring break. Uh-huh. Yeah. I got, uh, I didn't get COVID, but... I drink, got some, did you drink the water? Got something else. Yeah, I drank the water. Yeah, I had uh, explosive, explosive diarrhea. diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> July first, the Sony Walkman goes on sale for the first time in Japan or Japan. Uh, that was the was that that was before the one that non skipped. It was the original, right? The yellow one was the non skipped. That had to be one. a tape one. Yeah, right? it was a cassette uh, one. Yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah, seventy nine. Oh, sorry, on Blake. Sony Walkman. I had I had one of those. You are the radio DJ. You get to choose what you listen to. Put the cassette in. I decide. Right. How awesome is that? It's, it's freeing. It is freeing. Just Did everybody fast ha- forward through these three songs to get to the one I want to listen to? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Did everyone here have a Walkman? Yeah. I, I think right. I did at one yeah. point for yeah. sure, yeah. What was your favorite cassette tape that you used to put in, the, in your Walkman? Oh, God. I think the first cassette tape I ever had was Vanilla Ice. To the to, extreme. To the extreme. Mm. That's right. And, and that's when I discovered what exactly it was like having a Roni. What is like having a Roni. And that's the first and only time I've ever heard a boner described as a Roni. <laughs> that sounds more like a, an Italian pasta than anything, doesn't it? You called it a Roni? Is that, do you remember that song? I thought, like I thought a Roni was your girlfriend in the song. I thought... A Roni was a girlfriend. Is it? Yeah, I don't think it had to do with. Well, dance. you got you guys discuss uh, 
So the are Walk you gonna Google Man. what does Roni mean? I, no, I'm gonna just I'm I'm gonna pull that song up. So but but then they went to compact discs. Did yep. you guys have a compact disc Walkman as well? Yes. And remember the yellow one came out and it was supposed to be no like delayed skip or no skip. It had like ten second skip protection or something. Yeah, like and that. it it yeah. didn't work. It no. didn't. I mean, you couldn't go running. I feel no. like it worked a little bit. What it's like having a Roni. What it's like having a Roni. That's where I got that run. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> That's about all you need to know. That's the worst fucking thing I've ever heard. I didn't even know that song existed until just this moment. Oh, really? No, I didn't either. Uh, I've been doing this uh, for years uh, on the show. But you got out of that what it's like to have a boner. I got out of it like what it's like to have a girl who fucks you. Brian, if someone said... Roni, what it's like having a Roni. What what do you think that would mean? Like pepperoni? Pizza? Slice slice of pizza. A guy who just really loves Italian uh like a nice pizza pie. Ooh yeah. Tim? Big old Italian sausage. (laughs) Yeah, I gotta go pepperoni, of course. You get okay, so they took pep they both think pepperoni. Pepperoni. What it's like pepperoni. 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 Thin slice, deep dish. It don't matter. You got a Roni. <laughs> uh, July eighth, Los Angeles passes its gay and lesbian civil rights bill. Amen to that. So this is like um, 10, 15 years removed of like black civil rights in the the early to mid sixties with Dr. Martin Luther King Hunier. I think I say Dr. Field. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Feelgood, of course, the pioneer in civil rights. Do you rights. think that the, the, the song Dr. Feelgood by La Motley Crue was about Martin Luther King? Yeah, I do. You know what? It has nothing to do with the guy who provided the band drugs. <laughs> it was about <laughs> black civil rights. <laughs> hey, you say a potato, I say Tuckley. What is, uh, I feel like uh, gay people were discriminated for a long time after 1979. Right, because when was the... Where they would raid the in New York, they would raid the clubs. What was it called? God, I don't. I don't. Fucking asshole. I, I know this. I know this. Cruising. That's when you go around looking for gay guys, right? Cruising is also a movie with Al Pacino, where sure he is. is a New York cop and he goes undercover in the uh, gay BDSM world, yeah. to catch a killer. It's also a yeah. couple bars in Peoria. What is cruising? Oh, cruising. That's right. Uh, it's also. A duet with Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis and the News. I sang it on uh, Karaoke Big E, and I did a terrible job. <laughs> that was the Gwyneth Paltrow part of it. Wow. Originally a Smokey Robinson song. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Charlie Daniels, right, guys? R.I.P. No, no, that's right. Is he, is he dead, Charlie he died, Daniels? He died today. Yeah. He, died he died today? today? Yeah. Oh, well, wow. not today You're when the listeners, but today when we're recording. He died wow. today. Oh, wow. 80s? Three? I, I used to work with a girl, and her dad played with Charlie Daniels. Mm. Uh, I did not realize he died. Yeah, bummer. I don't either. Well, if you had Facebook, you'd know. Yeah, uh, perhaps. 
Anyway, you said you were praising Facebook last episode, right, yeah. Brian? Yeah, I love it. It's great. <laughs> the, uh, do gay people... What, there, keep, is, what keeps you from deleting it? Honestly, what, what keeps you from deleting uh, it? I get really bored when I'm working. Reddit. Okay. Reddit. I hate Reddit. I'm on Reddit all the time. That's actually the only reason we're all sitting here right yeah, now is because Reddit. of Reddit. It brought yeah. us together. Love it. So we're Reddit buddies. <laughs> uh, I, I I can't maneuver through Reddit. I I, I get confused. It would take you 20 minutes to figure it out. No, I hate it. <laughs> Have you ever seen me figure something? Yeah, 25 minutes. <laughs> 20, yeah, 25. I would be standing there staring at, going, "I'm tucked the fuck out <laughs> on here." Um. There's subreddits and yeah. other junk. That's all there. That's literally all there is. There's yeah. Reddit and there's Don't sub, care. Reddit is made of subreddits. There's, the, there's the popular page where you can just scroll through anything. And then there's also the, the page it's personalized where say, What have you subscribed to? What do you like and have subscribed to? And that'll create its own page for you. Do they have you guys have phones and you guys are on Reddit? Is there like a Bobby Socks Reddit? Can somebody look and see well, if there's a Bobby I got, Socks I Reddit? I'm sure there is. Do you, have you heard about uh, Blake's obsession with Bobby Socks? <laughs> no. Do you know what Bobby Socks are? Yeah. So he um, he loves them. Oh, is like it B O B? Is it is it with a Y or an I? Do you love them? Love them? I don't want to marry him. A few weeks ago, we had a guy on uh, David Lytle. He's the he was the former manager of the Poor Brothers uh, Bar, very popular bar in Peoria Heights. And David says he says, "What you like, Bobby Socks? I like Bobby Socks." And I it fucking blew my mind. <laughs> Every then, time it comes up, I try to shame Blake, but there's then, someone who's on his side. <laughs> and then two days later, he uh, Facebook messaged me a picture of Bobby Sox. Did you see the picture of him on Twitter where he's like practically naked? Oh, I missed that. I'll have to show it to you. He, he joined oh, really? Twitter just so he could keep in contact with us, he said. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, God bless him, everyone. What do you got for us, Tim? I have terrible reception, so I can't find anything. What, okay. do you, what were you looking for? Subreddits? Yeah. All right, we'll we can, we can, we can we'll, yeah. we'll, have, we'll have to come back. We can work on I'll that. Text you if, if you want, we can listen to Have Neroni again. Uh, July 12th, a disco demolition night publicity stunt goes awry at Comiskey Park, forcing yep. the Chicago White Sox to forfeit their game against the Detroit Tigers. Uh, demolition night was a disco demolition night, rather, was a Major League Baseball promotion on Thursday, July 12th, 1979, <coughs> at Comiskey Park in Chicago, Illinois, that ended in a riot. Yeah, uh, there was a DJ in Chicago. DJ. It was the J Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, the right. J Degenerate Jazzy Jeff. And he's like, hey, he comes out there and he's got a like a hard helmet on and camouflage, mm-hmm. and they're gonna they want to they want everybody to bring a disco album or. They're saying eight, eight this track. is the end of disco. Yeah, let's bring your stuff. Do those things just... ever go well? The Nazis said, "Bring me your books. We shall burn them." Right? They did. Oh yeah, yeah. They bur- they're famous. Oh, I for they said, burning bring books. me your Jews. We'll burn. Well, them. they did that as well. But I'm talking about in terms of media. Oh. And then like uh, John Lennon says, "Hey, I'm part of the Beatles. Remember the Beatles were bigger than Jesus Christ." And then the the churches said, "Bring us your Beatles albums, and we'll burn that fucking shit." How does that ever go over? Um, it's never went well. Kids used to burn Harry Potter books because because of uh, it's like witchcraft, witchcraft, magic. magic. Yes, or it could just be a, a fun book that someone well, wrote. Or I thought maybe it was because they were like against people with scars on their head, the lightning bolt scars. Oh. It's a devil symbol. It's kind of like it's kind of like your nipple scars, right? Hey, you have, my, you have so much scar tissue on your nipple. Do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> honk honk, podcasting. 
All right. Um, Tim, do you know why we chose to watch Canned Laughter? I sure do. Chris Tuckley told you to do it? One. That's one. There's four this season, right? Yeah. It's a uh, TV pilot that never made it to series, whether it aired or not is irrelevant. Nice. It was free to watch. Nice. Ooh, On the yeah. internet to watch. Great job. A lot thank better you, than you. last week's Thanks. guest. The yeah, last week's guest had no clue what we were doing. I can't remember about. who no, it was last week, yeah. but it was awful, and I hate that person. <laughs> Fuck that asshole. Uh, what, I, what I find what you, funny Blake? is, uh, over the 250 episodes we've done so yeah, far, almost, yeah. uh, and you've asked that question to numerous people. Three, four hundred people. And uh, about 25% of them get it right, but the ones that get it right are fucking arrogant and cocky yep, about super it. Fans, yep. yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Super fans. They, they shove their mouth into that mic and are like, boom, yep. boom, boom. Yeah. Yep, yep. They really filleted. Yeah. I practiced it the whole way over here tonight. John. Oh, yeah. You were like... The whole way. Yeah. God bless you, everyone. Where can you find the entire episode of Can Laughter? We can do so by subscribing to Couch Pilots and SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app of choice, and then simply click on one of our classically blue links in our show notes, or go to YouTube. Wolfie? All right, Wolfie. Yeah, do it. Do it. He's not wrong, guys. Just fucking do it. It was just a different way of saying it. It was like, it was like the, the UK version of saying, yeah. go to YouTube. Do it. What's she doing? Hey. That are you two, won't she down? Oh. Somewhere I. Oh. Let's go. I. Oh. Let's go. Summary the pilot. Mr. Bean trying to fall asleep. <coughs> A plus. That's an F. He did not try to fall asleep during this whole thing. I didn't watch it, so I don't know what Oh, you didn't watch this? No. Okay. I said, fuck that. I ain't doing other people's shit. Well, here's the, here's the thing. It's uh, it's not very good. No. So it's a good thing. It's probably a good thing you didn't waste your time. You probably played a video game instead, right? I did. What are you playing right these days? Uh, right now I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Running around ancient Greece. How is it? Fantastic. Uh, what, what are you playing it on? Xbox One. Okay. Are you excited about the new consoles? I am. Do you have a Switch? I do. So you have all three of the current consoles, the f- yes. popular ones. What's your favorite? What's your favorite one? Xbox One. I got an Xbox One as well. I, I you know I just recently played State of Decay. You ever play yeah. that fucking shit? I haven't. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. How about the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild? It's good. You played it? Yeah. I want to play it. I've, I'm saving up credit at uh, Mega Replay to buy yeah. a Switch, but they have no consoles. Everyone is like, we all have COVID, and now we have to stay home, so we bought yeah. all the consoles. But I've got I was like, in there a couple weeks ago and they said that. I've got like over $200 in credit that I need to burn there. Fuck, man. Can you get that Switch Lite, though? The one that you can't plug it into your TV? I don't want that. Hold it in here. I don't want it. I yeah. want to play it on the TV. That seems like bullshit to I me. I want on the TV. Wait, oh, oh, yeah. wait, Blake's asleep. asleep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> while, while Blake's asleep. Blake, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Bobby Socks. While Blake's sleeping. Tim, what do you really think about Blake? Well... I'm jealous of the hair. We've been over that. Yeah, yeah. That's right. the only thing I'm jealous he's of. He's got really nice hair. He, I mean, look at that hair. <coughs> okay, so well, he's, hold on. He's still asleep. Uh, Brian, what do you what really it? think about Blake? Why did you, you touch me there, Dad? <laughs> Shit. <Not too> right. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get that tooth fixed. Yeah, yeah. he's got a lot of dental <laughs> problems. I, I tell you what I think about Blake, though, while he's still sleeping. <laughs> 
I the big only dick. Re- what's that? Big dick. Well, I, I don't think that about it. I know that about it. Oh, gotcha. And that's part of the reason that I'm going to segue to this. Like, I've always promoted myself to be a heterosexual man. I would fuck you, by the way. But um, <laughs> while while Blake is still <laughs> sleeping, while well, I think he's sleeping. I will say that, like, never in my life have I ever questioned my sexuality or been more attractive to someone from the same sex as I am with Blake Clayton. So don't tell him that. Just that's something we're talking about while he's sleeping. Yeah, I've also thought like. You know the like uh, '80s rich person villain in like all those '80s. 1980s. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Blake Clayton is like the perfect name for one of those rich oh, motherfuckers. Yeah. You know, a guy who's got school. like his collar popped and he's yeah. got like mm-hmm. a yeah on like a polo shirt. Oh like, yeah, polo shirt and then like a blazer over that. Yeah, and he drives like, like a convertible Mustang or something like. He's that. like, if you guys think my dad's gonna let you graduate from this ski school, you're mistaken. Yeah, yeah. He's got a roni. What's the okay. I, was, oh, 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 sorry. Oh, hey. Oh, oh shit. Oh, all the woodworking I was doing. We, we paused for a minute. Oh, we sorry. knew you were asleep. We wanted to make sure you oh. got your power nap in. Oh, I love power. Just like, the, just like the other night when we had the bachelor party. Huh? That's, it's just oh, like that oh. night when you came over to my house and immediately fell asleep. <laughs> you came over at like, it was like 5.45. Yeah. And, but you had been drinking since 9 that morning. Is that correct? Who's gonna Who's gonna hear me? That cares. Jesus, your own <laughs> personal. Jesus, I just love too that she could listen to this podcast anytime. She, you, you she, she chooses not to. She hears this podcast anytime. She listens to it. No, she, no, she hears it. No, that's what I mean. No. Though you're you're keeping it secret just by keeping quiet. But this is going up on the internet. It could go to her phone. She could listen to it anytime. But she but you hates know, me and doesn't want to put yeah, that much you effort. You know that you're totally safe. She will never listen to God, it. God, he's Just, so smart. Yeah. Interesting facts. Please rise for the Quaid. She has a special announcement. Everyone, this is interesting facts. Please keep your fucking British mouth shut and listen to these facts. And don't take someone else's experience. Get on a triple decker bus. Go see the the the, the go see know. my house. You don't know. And just do that. You don't know. I lost it by the way. Thank you for covering it up. Lost that, what? No. We've been doing this together so long. You saw that I was I was losing it and I was I was drifting, and so you just kept pumping the fuck out of the soundboard, and I appreciate it. I do I do like to pump the fuck. <laughs> uh, interesting facts: Rowan Atkinson presents Can Laughter. It's a British one-off comedy television program. Thanks, Brian. Uh, featuring Rowan Atkinson, broadcast on April eighth, nineteen seventy nine, on ITV Fact. And just so everybody knows. This uh, Rowan Atkinson, he's the Mr. Bean guy, right? He is Mr. Bean, but he doesn't play Mr. Bean in this, despite what no, the summary said. But I just want to make sure that everybody that doesn't know... They can picture it. Yeah. Smart. I th- you know what? And I want to say this to you. Thank you for staying awake. And thank you for being a friend. Thank you. Atkinson plays three roles. The nerdy Robert Box, who has been cited as an early incarnation of the Mr. Bean character, albeit involving more dialogue. His sinister boss, Mr. Marshall, and would-be stand-up comic Dave Perry, as well as an uncredited role 
as a radio announcer fact. I only thought he was two people in this. I don't know who the Mr. Marshall was. Oh, it's Eminem's dad. Marshall? Mathers. Yeah. I saw the three names in the credits, but I also only saw him play two characters. Yeah, I, so I didn't see maybe, the they, they, maybe they cut that scene. Yeah. Perhaps they did. Produced by LWT, London Weekend Television, the 30-minute pilot was directed by Jeffrey Sachs. Fact. My favorite director. His son was Nut. Did you know that? I did. Yeah. K-N-U-T. Atkinson reprised his Robert Box character in 1982, now named Bernard Fripp, for a theatrical comedy featurette called Dead on Time, which in turn reused the gag of the main character tripping over a Help the Blind sign fact. Okay. I mean, it happened. The Mr. Bean episode, The Trouble with Mr. Bean from 1991, partially reused the electric shaver gag with Bean's nose hairs getting getting stuck on the shaver, whereas Robert shaved his whole face except his eyebrows and his tongue. Which is not true because he did shave his tongue. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, definitely. Fuck this fact, man. Fuck these it's facts. There's some opinions right there. You didn't. You have guests here, and they mm-hmm. both said, "You know, fuck this opinion." Right, right. And you didn't yell at them right. at all. all right, I, I had a pause on interesting facts. Uh, let me tell you something about this. Uh, there's a remember the program we watched a while back called The Nerd. Yes. So that was a guy by the name of Robert Joy. I think he started on like NCIS or something. And he played the titular nerd. And that was based off of a theatrical performance, a play that was on Broadway. The original star of the nerd, Rowan Atkinson. Oh, wow. Wait, that's, that's a good tie-in. That's a good fact right there. You that's made up that fact yourself? You came up with it yourself? You didn't find that fact on the internet? I didn't find it anywhere. I just knew it from having done this godforsaken wow. <laughs> show for so long. Wow. That's a good fact. I'm impressed. I'm That's impressed. a good fact. Robert Bach's no coffee mug routine later appeared in the 1992 series Funny Business, in which Atkinson played a silent comedy character called Kevin Bartholomew. The same gag would later be used again in Bean, the 1997 Mr. Bean feature film. Whatever you're good at, do it all the time. That's what my grandpa said. Yeah. And make, hey, make sure you get paid for it, right? I think the Joker said that, too. And and of interesting facts. Thank you. I'm going to go now and kill a bunch of horses. Wolfie is allergic to interesting facts. Apparently. I I don't blame him. Um, You know what I'm not interested or uh, allergic to? You know what I'm not interested in? First of all, I'm not interested in anything I've done for the past two hours. Second of all, Twitter responses. Twitter responses, Twitter responses. I wonder if Jason got some British Twitter responses. I did, actually. Um, Here at Couch Pilots program, thank you, Brian. um, We say greetings from Couch Pilots uh, podcast. We talk about TV shows that had only one episode. Next up for us is Canned Laughter. We're excited to watch it. We're wondering if you had any fun or interesting info you'd like to share. Thanks. We hope to hear from you. We send that to the creators, producers, writers, directors, and the actors of the program and hope. Oh, my God, do we hope. What's that? Program. A program. God damn it. We hope to God that they respond. And we say uh, this one person about, goes by the name of Sue Holderness, um, an actress who still is working today. She did respond. Sue was Lorraine in the program. Oh, the, 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 the female program. Lane. She says, it was a very exciting job for me. It was Rowan Atkinson's first telly, television, rhymes with belly, uh, which he wrote and which he starred. I played his girlfriend, and it was clear that Rowan was uniquely funny. 
I said, wow, thank you so much for responding. What an honor to hear from someone who has been a staple in television for the past 50 years. Thanks again, and continued success to you, she says, pleasure. It was one of those responses that I didn't feel like she was going to go anywhere else with it. She didn't lead it up or have a story. It was just kind of like, blah, 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 you know? How was that again? Blah, 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 Thanks for stealing my bit. But oh, it's, it's stolen, man. It's my bit now. People are going to so associate that with me that it's not even yours anymore. <laughs> what are you, Kevin Clark in here? Stealing your bits, stomping on your bits, putting 10 minutes on the clock. Let's break down this fucking shit known as canned laugh tour. Tim? You're our guest. Go first. Yeah, so it took me a second to get into this because this recording was obviously done from TV, and so there was ads in it and all sorts of weird shit. And so it started with an ad for Solomon's Carpet. Yeah, and he is Solomon, uh, not Gamora. But this is a Solomon is a like a, an biblical Egypt, reference. Who'd like Solomon Gomorrah, <laughs> like an Egyptian guy who sells carpet. Like an Arab, yeah, like an Arab dude. He had like yeah, a, a he, he had like a. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. He had like a turban on. But yeah, it was a cartoon. And then uh, we go we go into the show after that, right? Yeah. And. So this is this is what you think was Mr. Bean trying to fall asleep. I thought he was actually just sleeping. That's what the internet told me. It yeah, was no, he was, he was he was sleeping and 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 waking up. The the bit he eventually wakes up, but you know he's already asleep. He's not tossing and turning because he's tired and can't sleep. He's tossing and turning because he's deep sleep. Yeah, and it's weird. Like his foot keeps raising up and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. It was well, weird. The, the alarm was, goes off and it's a music playing, and he gets up and he starts dancing. Yeah, it, it's a physical comedy. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, dialogue so far. It's just. Well, let me ask you: Is this? Uh, are you? Are, no. are you familiar? No, Blake, a, a, a adamant no. Uh, Tim, are you familiar with the Mister Bean character? A little bit. I mean, I haven't seen the movie or anything, but I know he's a totally silent character, and it's a lot of slapsticky, gimmicky stuff. He does a lot of like grunts, like, mm, mm, but there are really no words. You're right. right. It is all physical humor. Yeah. And I think that's where the character of uh, Robert Box, whatever the fuck his name is, I think that's where it really shines, is in the physical aspect. Sure. Right. Blake, Blake, do you have any interest or, or familiarity with Mr. Bean? I, I know of Mr. Bean, I but I have never gotten into watching like a full, like I've seen bits and stuff, yeah. but but right off the bat, I knew who he was. Yeah. And I knew, I was like, I didn't know the time frame in regards, but I was like, okay, this is going to be a guy who doesn't talk a whole bunch. I, the first time I think I was uh, familiar or aware of him was the 1997 Mr. Bean film that was released in America. Uh, Brian, do you think Mr. Bean would qualify for your horror film podcast? Uh, he would. There's an episode where he goes to see Nightmare on Elm Street. Is there really? <laughs> and he's terrified the entire time in the theater. It's just an episode of like the BBC yeah, television the show? Mr. Bean. Is yeah. it real? Okay, because I've not seen any of those. Do, do you like? Do you like the character? Do you, have you yeah. are you familiar with the episodes? He's funny. Uh, I think my dad used to watch it, so I think that's where I've kind of okay. So I mean, you're, most you're of it. forty, right? Your dad's yeah. is he still around? Yeah. So he's probably 59. what sixty? He's fifty nine. Fifty nine. Yeah. Wow, a young dad. Yes. So so would he when he was growing up? Did he watch it like on PBS when it was on? Yeah, that's what we used to watch it on. Yeah. Okay, so much shit was on PBS that I never was aware of. We used to watch Benny Hill too. I'm a Benny big Hill? Fan of Benny Hill. Talk about sexist stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> An unbelievable. That's where I learned the term goosing. I still don't. What is that term? Come here, I'll show you. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, all right. So, what happens next? I uh, Robert Box is still kind of hanging out in his apartment here. Yeah, I have that he's like making faces in the mirror. 
I am not totally sure why. It's like this weird thing where it's, he's be happy, but he looks sad. And the joke about terminal cancer, which is a pretty what the fuck moment for me. I think he's he's <laughs> trying to garner pity for himself. So when he prepares to ask out a woman, she ex- accepts based on the pity. Okay. He's he's got like an internal man- monologue, and he's like saying, "Ask her today, ask her today." And I will say this: Rowan Atkinson. That's a weird looking guy. Yes, he is. I think he, he does fa- look like he has special needs. He falls in with a um, <laughs> a little bit like the Steve Buscemi's of the world, where he's just weird enough to like. We need a weird guy or for Chris our Elliott. for our show. Yeah, or Chris Elliott. We need a weird guy. Where are we gonna look? Rowan Atkins. It's a weird motherfucker. Let's get him in there. Anyway, he's uh, he's he's pepping. He's uh, doing a pep talk to himself in a mirror to pump himself up to ask this lady out. And then you hear Mister Blue Sky. You remember that song? Yeah, it's a good song. That's a great song, and it it's is. a classic song for a moment like this, where he's just sort of like getting ready, going out into yeah. the world. It's you know very well used. Yeah, he, he and this this confused me because I didn't know what to expect here. But the the guy that we saw up in the room now he's out on the street with a mustache on. Turns out it's a different mm-hmm. character altogether. That confused me for sure. It was like it was like uh, John Travolta esque like do, do. walk, and he had the high platform. Tell, by the way, but out. I didn't understand it. I was like, did he like does he Dress a different way. With all the prep he was doing up in his room, I thought it was like, oh, he put on a fake mustache and went outside. That's funny. Not the same character. That's right. not what happened at all. But it, this is Mr. Fairy, and he's an actor. It, I think it's Dave Perry is is what it says in here. But is, is it Fairy? Because IMDb has not been super helpful. I, I, Fairy Perry. Fairy Perry? What did Brian just send us here? Or what happens next? Oh, I sent you the uh, link to the episode where Mr. Bean goes to see a horror movie. I will watch this. I do like yeah. Mr. Bean. Anyway, uh, he uh, Dave Perry runs into someone that he knows on the street. It's kind of an odd exchange. She's getting divorced, yeah. and he says goodbye to her, but she just stares at him. It's kind of a it's kind of a bizarre exchange, right? It's like awkward humor. It's like the office. You know, the first couple seasons of The Office where they leaned really heavily on awkward situations yeah. that thought they were funny. And yeah, the woman was like a man hating weirdo. Saying that women only need dogs, they don't need men. <laughs> they, she was she was married for like forty five years, but got a divorce, and that was funny for some time reason. to call it a day. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awkward for sure. It didn't. I I didn't know. I was like, okay, I spent five minutes watching this guy get up out of bed, and now I'm watching this guy I don't even know talk to this lady that who yeah is irrelevant. It's very strange. So Robert Box is the character that we were following in the beginning. Now we're back up in his. His apartment or wherever he's living, he's he's shaving his face, he's shaving his forehead for some reason. For some reason, yeah. for some, for some reason he's shaving his nose, and for some reason he's shaving his tongue. Licks it, pretty and then, gross. And then the uh, coffee bit, which you spoke mm-hmm. about, and interesting facts. Yep. Uh, back to the actor guy mm-hmm. uh, at the bus stop. Now, I had a problem with this because I, Chris Tucky will tell you that I don't have a lot of, I'm not good with. British humor. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't get this whole scene of the bus driver, who he let on and who he wouldn't let on. I didn't really understand it. Timmy, you want to break it down for us? I didn't understand it either. Uh, I had the same... It was, it's in my notes here somewhere. The British humor, it's 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 just different enough that I didn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, like the bus scene, I finally caught on that that was the a guy that worked for the bus station collecting money. Right, but that didn't dawn on me originally because I thought you had a card or you dropped money in the thing. Well, but I didn't know why he was talking to each person individually and and then uh, and ushering them in, and then the last guy he didn't obviously because he's Russian or something. I don't, I didn't understand. I honestly, I was hoping that Tim could answer some questions for me because I didn't get it. I had nothing, nothing. (laughs) But but the laugh track on this, everybody is fucking just. They love it. That's why they call it canned laughter, right? It's yeah, it was heavy, heavy use in this. 
in this show. And um, it's funny that uh, the next scene, as Robert is walking, going through the neighborhood, the music that is playing during this, it's kind of a, a what do you call the kaleido? But it is that the Mr. Blue Sky we're talking about? No, this is this is not a song. Okay. This, is, this is like, uh, but it, it it's the same song that our ice cream man uses when he drives down the road. Yeah. And it was so funny because me Eli was in the living room. Did he run out? It's like, it's ice cream, it's ice cream. No, but he stopped He stopped playing his game on his phone, and he was like, it's coming from the TV, but I know that's the song that's played. <laughs> Poltergeist. When the when the ice cream man comes by, and we both kind of were like, we didn't want, neither one of us wanted to go, it's a TV. But you guys both wanted a bomb pop after that, right? Hell yeah! But it, I, it was really crazy. That I, 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 never mind. Well, Robert, he finally makes it to work, and he sees Lorraine, who is kind of mouthing and using his internal log and monologue at home. He, he attempts to ask her out. It's all very awkward. He's his body movements and his, his words creepy, are weird. It's creepy. Yeah. It is creepy. Yeah, he, he's this, a fucking creep. Yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, and I the there was the gag where his jacket started smoking and stuff. I don't you guys know, know why. Where did it? Why, where did the how smoke did come get from? I have no I don't know idea. How it got lit. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. I thought it would have showed him dropping a cigarette in there. I'm sorry, a fag in there or whatever it was. Don't say that. Come on. It's sorry. funny. It was you a said, smoking jacket. <laughs> you said. <laughs> you said. You said cigarette, and then you go, "Excuse me," and then you said fag, which right. it should technically go the other way. Right. Right. So he had a. Fa- he was smoking a fag. Oh, excuse, excuse me. me, cigarette. Cigarette. Sorry, I fucked well, it up. He's, That's like she kind of gets that he's kind of trying to ask her out. So she says, "Would you? Would you like me to join you for your dinner?" And he's like, "No, no, no. Uh, yes, yes, please." So he kind of it's it's very bizarre. And then a fire starts. And then the next scene, they're at the dinner, and this is yeah. the rest of the show basically. Here he can't stop talking and being weird. And Lorraine is is trying. She she you can tell she's being a good sport and trying to make the best out of it. But she is very uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. And and. They go to a, a French restaurant, and the the I can't open the menu gag was was kind of funny. Yeah. But then for about five minutes, it seems like he's saying stuff in French, but not in French. Right. And like, there's no like it just keeps going for a long period. And of time. the audience loves it. And the audience every loves step it. of the way and they then, love it. And then the the uh, waiter looks over at the and for you, Monsieur, and she's like speaks perfect French. Right. I I thought either either. There should have been something in the middle of when he was doing it, or she should have made a like, "Hey, you're doing it wrong." No, just right. just laugh track button over and over and over again. Yeah, it was super weird. Uh, I did like the part during that dinner though, where he kept saying like some words lose their meaning if you say them all- enough, and then <laughs> he said big, big for like three minutes yeah. straight. Big, big it dr- it's another big, bit that got drug big. out, kind of like the French t- speaking French for yeah. sure. They uh, they order wine, and Robert is not really knowledgeable at fancy about fancy places or fancy things in general, like 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 the place they're at. And so the wait staff is constantly kind of looking down on him, like, "Oh, this we're dealing with an idiot." And the girl seems to be very learned in these things, but uh, it comes up that Lorraine's father is dead which makes for even more awkward conversation between the two of them. And then they have an entertainer come out. And the entertainer is also played by Rowan Atkinson. And this is that Dave Ferry or it Dave on, Perry yeah, location. Was on the street with a old lady. Yeah. And, and his, uh, his jokes are... It, it, it's like a comedian at a, at a high-end, frust- high-end French restaurant. Thank you. If I had my tooth, that wouldn't happen. French restaurant? <laughs> it wouldn't have it if I had my tooth. And, he's uh, awful. This guy's awful. He, yeah, he's he's wearing a real shiny suit. The, yeah. the carpet is the is is a funny joke. The carpet. Carpet. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah. So 
the only person that's laughing at all this shit is Robert, and his right. laughter is awful. It's just kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like, a, uh, like he's having an asthma uh, attack. Yeah, yeah, like a like someone stepping on a baby T Rex or something. And a series of weird cuts where he just keeps laughing weirdly, and uh, I don't know. And yeah, they keep bringing the, the they keep bringing the food out, the different courses, and his yeah. laughter. It, it is a very bizarre set of, of cuts there. And yeah. she starts to discuss how she's against uh, pollution, and there's a big old. So then finally, after they've had their meal. Then the waiter comes up and says, so would you like to dance? Like, I don't want to eat a full meal and then dance. It's weird to talk about like a really fancy restaurant that has a guy in a shiny suit come out and tell jokes. And there's a disco dance floor. Right. Uh, uh, it only has four squares that light up. Yeah, the disco That's, dance floor is pretty funny because it's yeah, it's like eighteen inches yeah. square. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, this scene when he is dancing and 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 that it, it, this is the funniest part of the show for me. He does start like dancing wildly and knocking things and people over, and including her. Lorraine. Yeah, yeah he kicks her. I've been times. known to like do a goofy dance, which always makes my wife laugh. Come, you know, oh, what's that? <laughs> what did you say? What did, What would you say? I was um, thinking about yep. that three-course dinner they were having. Right. No, but I, I do a goofy dance whenever, you know, to make my wife smile because she always laughs Smile, at me. that's what it was. Yeah, smile, semen. Um, and it just kind of reminded me of that, but she was nowhere uh, in the room when it happened, so I didn't want to rewind it. So, she yeah. is not happy. Lorraine no. says, I'm going to go home. And She's is, like, you're an idiot. She calls him an idiot. Robert totally blew it. This and is the only woman. Seem, he doesn't seem upset about it. He seems like his facial expression is like, yeah, I, I knew this wasn't going to go well. <laughs> yeah. Well, he sits down at their table defeated, and the waiter brings out coffee uh, and ice cream and pours the coffee into the ice cream. It was a, from a bit earlier. Yeah, and then the entertainer comes. This is real weird. The, enterta- the entertainer apparently is done with his act, comes and sits down at the same table as Robert. And again, it's played by the same guy. Split screen type of situation. And he's all he, he doesn't they don't really talk. He just kinda yeah. like shakes his head at him. Some facial expressions. And I thought that was the end, but it goes on a little bit after that. It's there's like an end of the program announcement is made, I think, about what's coming up next, but then it's followed by like a red flashing John Travolta head. Yeah. There's no explanation for yeah. it. Well, it's weird because we see this big red flashing John Travolta head and what appears to be Lorraine like walking by and looking at that. And then the red flashing head turns to Robert's head. What the fuck is that? Yeah. Jesus, I must have stopped watching it when I thought it was over. I, this does not ring a bell for me. What, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is it? As we are now crossing a zone of turbulence. Like what the fuck is that? It, I, I don't know what the fuck that is. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not British enough. Well, that's clear. You're nowhere close to British. Well, oh, my grand, my maternal grandmother's British. You think I'd have a little bit of that running? Maybe some strumpets running through my oh, veins. And she's she's it's it's awesome to listen to her. She I mean, it's still, we had her we had her on the show un, unbeknownst to her she was on the show. Well, but I went to her house one time with you. And oh, that's yeah, right. it's just it's really thick. Even after all these years, you would think that. Over time, she wear off. Yeah, I'm going to exclude you from some of this conversation, Brian. I'm sorry. Could you call her and ask her to explain some of these jokes that were lost? I will not. Uh, uh, Tim, why did this show not work? All right, so I wrote this down. The problem is there's no real protagonist, right? There's nobody to sort of root for because I just spent so long being confused as even who I'm looking at on the screen. And Robert's creepy as fuck. Yeah, so there's nobody to really like. what would this series turn into is sort of like the pilot is supposed to sort of set up the series, right? 
And so you don't know who the characters are. You don't know why they're interacting together. You don't know what they do or anything. Like it's it's supposed to set up the series, and nothing was really set up. So I don't even know if this is like a skit that's going to change every week or you know. It did pose its or like poise itself rather for like, oh hey, I'm Rowan Atkinson. I'm a very funny man, and I got all these different characters. But all we saw were two characters that end up kind of merging into the same scenario rather than having going off and doing their own sketches. It, it wasn't like a, a Kroll show where he does different yes. skits and yeah. he's different people, mm-hmm. and you understand it. And sometimes those characters meld, but for the most sure. part, they're doing their own thing. These own they live in their own universe. Blake, what would you do to improve canned laughter? Uh, I, I again, I, I agree with Tim in the fact that it, it wasn't going anywhere. They, I go, okay, there's a buffoon. He went on a date, but where's this other guy? Why is this other guy with a mustache in it? Why, you know, what do they have in common besides the fact that they're the same actor? Where do they? I, I it just, I didn't feel like they it got a groove. Like I didn't feel like putting stuff together. And then we're going now. Yeah. At the end of a, a good pilot, at the end of a good pilot, you go. I know everybody. I kind of know what they're about, and now we're heading this direction. Yeah. And this, there's there's the, some sort of goal off right. in the and distance. There, there something this, we need to yeah. accomplish. Yeah. Not the case here, really. Um, if, if this had survived, I think we're just. I, I would like to think that we're going to have different characters by Rowan Atkinson. But I don't know if that's the case. I feel like we're following Robert uh, Box or whatever his name is, and I hate him. <laughs> I don't want to follow a guy I hate. This guy sucks. He's fucking weird. It's and even though the audience maybe is a button someone presses laughing somewhere. I'm well, not at, laughing. That's not what, funny. At one point at the end of it, it's like somebody's like you know how once in a while you push the button over and over and over and over. Oh, oh, yeah, that's oh, what that's oh, what the. The uh, laugh track sounded like it was, it, you know, it wasn't even, it didn't even let it go. Yeah, so, oh boy, thanks for making me watch this, guys. <laughs> Have you ever left Couch Pause and go, that was a great watch? I'm so glad I spent that time doing that. Internetmoviedatabase.com, there's a score one out of ten, decimal points in play. Tim, what do you think people from around? Rated can laughter. Three point eight. Blake, tell set them straight. Uh, I'm going to say six point five. It's a six point six. Oh shit! Wow. So close. And that's from 149 different ratings. Uh, no critic reviews that I could find, but there are viewer reviews. Eight out of ten. Before Bean, there was Box. This is from January second, uh, 2006. Someone who said, "I love the New Year's Eve." I went ahead and. Uh, spent the first day of the new year uh, sobering up and the second day of the new year writing a review about canned laughter. This person says, every now and then something comes along uh, which hits you in the face like a wet flannel. I I caught canned laughter on its original ITV transmission in 1979 following a showing of Conquest of the Planet of the Apes, not having heard of Mr. Atkinson. I wasn't sure what to expect. 30 minutes later, my sides ached from laughing too much. I spent the next few days telling all and sundry about this strange rubber-faced man who was clearly destined to be the next Peter Sellers. Atkinson played three roles, the nerdy Robert Box, his sinister boss, Mr. Marshall, which I think we've decided must have been cut, um, and the would-be stand-up comic Dave Perry. Uh, Box has somehow gotten the most attractive girl in his office, Lorraine, played by the lovely Sue Holderness, Thank you, Sue, for responding. Uh, to uh, to agree to a date and being a right twit uh, messes it up. The box box was uh, clearly the inspiration for Mr. Bean. Despite its excellence, cast, 
uh, Canned Laughter strangely never became a series, leaving Rowan free to do the Not the 9 O'Clock News for the BBC. There you go. I'll read a couple. Review. I'll read a couple more uh, uh, things real quick. Uh, six out of ten, solid showcase for early Atkinson, and a two out of ten seems very unfunny to me now. That's all I'll read. That's good. No more than that. That's probably good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to FCF Airport. Local time is eleven eleven, and the temperature is. Do you think we've ever recorded to where it was actually 11, 11 o'clock and 69 degrees? Uh, there's been a couple of times where we have recorded 11, 11, and, but it's mostly in the wintertime, I think. That's fair. Fair uh, to moderate. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> or should I say, fair to Tuckley. One out of seven is our grading scale. That's uh, that's the numbers in which we will tell you how we think about canned laughter. And that scale comes from the show from the 19-ad 90s, affectionately and accurately known as Wings. We take a look at all the characters from the program. When we assign them a number, the worst score you can get is a number one, and that's the character of Roy Biggins. And number seven, that's the best score you're going to get, and that's Brian Hackat. Tim, I turn to you. How do you rate canned laughter? So I hated this show, uh-huh. but I'm going to give it a little bit of a, a little bit of credit based on your interesting facts that they reuse some of these gags, like the mixing the coffee in the mouth, the shaving, the tripping over the blind person sign. Right. So that means that like some of this humor has stuck with us and evolved. Uh, also, I really liked the portion where the guy is taking money for the bus and he takes like he like it's 16 quid and it's like well you, you've given me or it's like 15 quid you've given me a 16 piece i don't know how it fucking works over yeah, like yeah he gonna, rips part of the money has changed yeah he rips like a little bit of the money off yeah i thought that was pretty funny so i'll give it i'll give it a two give it a two yeah this in general i don't like the slapsticky stuff it's just not for me um brian you did not watch this no um I want you to give a score, though, if you don't mind. Based off what we just Well, I, I would say based, based off of just Blake's haircut. What do you think of Blake's haircut? Oh, One to a, seven. That's a seven. Nice. Yeah, that's High five right. that shit. Very good. Captain Philip Rustisher, I turn to you. How do you rate canned laughter? We're in season 22. Of our show? No, we're in season 25. I was going to say. The silver anniversary. As it will be known. This is the uh, Tuckley 10-2. Uh, I... I I didn't do a lot of great scores for the original Tuckley Ten. I didn't. I am. I let's just say me box. I'm just going to say. I, me I box. think you were. Were you adamantly negative about the Tuckley Ten? Like you gave everyone like a minus one right off the bat because they were speaking in an accent. I'm pretty. I'm pretty much <laughs> negative about everything in my life. Sure. Uh, we had a booby bump last week, though. We did because of bare breasticles and smoking in bed. Um, I don't understand the Mister Bean thing. I don't understand it. I. I I understand physical comedy. Uh, there were parts that I did laugh about the the money thing, even though I didn't understand how what the ratio was. Mm-hmm. I did laugh. At the, I I enjoyed the beginning when he was getting out of bed and getting prepped for the day. I did enjoy that. I, I understood what he was doing, but then the rest of it I got lost. Uh, I give this a three. Okay. Fair enough. Jason? Yeah. What do you rate this? Thank you for asking me. Uh, There is a lot of 
of Mr. Bean here. I mean, they didn't know what Mr. Bean was, but Mr. Bean, dun, 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 was with shaving your tongue. Is that, is that Guns N' Roses, Brian? Is he doing Mr. Brownstone? I don't know what no. he's doing. I don't know. You know what? I think Mr. he's having a stroke. I, th- I think you've described a lot of our relationship. <laughs> it's like it's Mr. Crowling by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, okay. With Randy Rhodes on guitar. Whoops. Yeah, we're idiots. Um, I didn't particularly like this. I don't like the character of Robert Box. I think Rowan Atkinson at this point was still figuring out what his strengths were and what, what he could really do. The Mr. Bean character almost seems to be universally loved, uh, although I see it more as a, like a, a, a child's character. He's an innocent, like an Ernest P. Worrell or a uh, Pee Wee Herman. Mr. Bean is an innocent, and, and, and because he's an innocent, he should be accessible and loved by children. Is that the case with Mr. Bean? I don't know him well enough to say that, but to me, he feels like a child's character. He is, um, he's all physical. We were talking about that sure. earlier. He, that's what this character should be. I, I didn't really like this. I didn't think it was very funny. It was odd. The uh, British sense of humor at this time, I, I don't know, maybe it just didn't meld with me, but... He was on his way to finding what he was really good at and what people really responded Did to. Did you enjoy the whole, like, starting from getting out of bed and to the part where he eats the coffee? Did you, were you into it then and didn't get lost? There are parts of it that I, I that were flying. Like, 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 there, wasn't, just, like there, was, there wasn't a lot of dialogue. It was just physical comedy there was some telling inter- a story. Yeah, there was some internal monologue, but there was, yeah, he was like shaving his tongue and then just throwing all the ingredients of coffee in his mouth and essentially making coffee in his mouth. Yeah, there, there was some of that that was funny. All right. I will agree with you. And I will say this is a three. All right. And, what, and what did you give it a two? Two. Two and a couple of threes and a seven from Brian on yeah, your hair. But we're not done yet. We're not done. Do we have another rating? Yes. If you look at your phone, mm-hmm. you have a rating and you can read what he wrote. So is is Chris going to give us his rating for each of these? Yes, he is. Oh, we've, fantastic. We've, we made a verbal agreement. Uh, we have a signed contract via Facebook Messenger. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this whole uh, season of Couch Pilots is the Tuckley 10 Part 2 Dedicated listener to the program, Chris Tuckley, has decided to uh, bless us with 10 failed UK pilots, this being the second in the series, and this is what he has to say about canned laughter. As someone who grew up watching Rowan Atkinson as Black Adder and Mr. Bean, it was a bit of a thrill for me to see him in these early roles. The beginnings of Bean are very clear in canned laughter. There is something electrifying about Rowan Atkinson's rubbery, awkward physical comedy and some of the Robert Box material stands up well. Uh, the scope for continuing the story beyond the end of the episode seems limited, and maybe Can Laughter is best understood as a showcase for Atkinson's craft rather than an attempt to establish story. Because of this, the melancholy, the melancholy ending is a little flat, and we're left not knowing much about Box or Dave, or, or Dave Perry. Atkinson's underdogs... Um, are such fun to watch, but there's not much character depth beneath the funny voices and the physical contortions. Overall, I like this, and this, uh, and my Couch Pilot score is worthy of a five out of seven. Not bad. So that's that, that's a good. Well, <laughs> I would not agree with that. Sorry, Tucker. I, I, I would give your review of Chris a one out of seven. <laughs> yeah, that's, Chris. Uh, He's a man. learned man, and it, but you know what? Chris does have. He grew up with those characters. Sure, he, he has a fondness for him. He understands uh, the quibbage, uh, you know, pound thing with the 
He understands the thing you just said perfectly, Quidditch? but 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 he grew up in sure. with the UK sensibility and humor. So th- this he, probably does ring more to him than it would to us. This is like somebody who watched the first season of Saturday Night Live who really liked Chevy Chase, right? And it was like I really liked Chevy Chase. He was funny, mm-hmm. and then thirty years later, he's like, I remember Chevy Chase from the first season of Saturday Night Live. He was so funny. You're not funny now. Not as funny now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just having those fond... Does that make sense what I'm saying? Yeah, the fond childhood memories growing sure. up with it. Yeah. I just hear you guys desperately defending your one and only fan that you have. Well, I That's tell you all what, I hear. We have one door, and you're welcome to go out of it. <laughs> I'd be happy to. Thank you. We got a, a three, or a two threes and a two. And with that, we close the book on canned laughter. And we will never speak of that program. Ever, again. mate. But join us next time, won't you please, when we watch the pilot episode of The Craig Ferguson Show. Here's a little something to whet your whistle. What are you shaking your head about? Oh, no, I'm just... Isn't he no, Irish? I'm just doing work. But it's part, Irish. it's part of the United Kingdom as a whole. Oh, is it? Maybe we should go That's through that, because I don't... Well, you got, you got England, you got the Wales, right? You got the Scotland, you got Ireland. They're all part of the, these United Kingdoms, right? What channel did it... Uh... Originate on. I don't know much about it yet. Maybe, I have to dig into it. Maybe it's British. You know. Would you like to come back and, and join us for the Craig Ferguson? <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? Can you bring your wife? I can send her and I'll stay home. Hey! hey. hey. We, we know that there's no way you're going to send her here without you being here. Here's a little something to whet your whistle. A half-hour variety comedy show starring a young Craig Ferguson. You can find the entire episode of The Craig Ferguson Show by subscribing to Couch Pilots and SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app of choice, and then simply click on one of our classically blue links in our show notes. Or go to YouTube, Tim. And you know what to do, too. Nice. Oh, thank God. Whew. Um, go to CouchPilotsPodcast.com. There you can send us an email. Check out our Facebook, Twitter. If you want to know what we're going to do down coming down the pike, you can find out on Twitter. I can't. I can't imagine a scenario where you'd want to know, but it is available for you to know. No, if you go on Twitter, you're you're seeing Jason contact. Yes, and you know, so weeks yeah. ahead of time. Um, we also have uh, a a dial in number. It's nine ten pilots one nine one zero seven four five six eight seven one. And I believe we have a voice uh, of an, an email or a voicemail today. We, have, is we that do right? have a voicemail. Uh, Go ahead and pop that on over here. Oh, hey, bada bing, bada boom. We used to do this at the beginning of the show. That's right. Well, I think the the amount of fan feedback is so dramatically uh, reduced in the past year that uh, there's no need for a fan feedback segment. All right. Well, let's uh, cue it up here and yeah. let's. Do we got it ready? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Whenever you're ready, we'll do it. Whenever you're ready. Any minute, Blake. Do it live. Hold on, now I gotta start it over. Hold on, now we'll do it whenever you're ready. Hey, uh, first time listener, long time caller. Um, I understand you boys do a uh, a wrestling podcast there. <laughs> I wanted to call in with my predictions for Extreme Rules. Uh, that's WWE. Uh, I, I predict it's gonna suck. Um, <laughs> I'm going to be there in a little bit. If you could queue up some Pearl Jam so I can lay down some great vocal tracks. Uh, but for now, I've got to go watch Ernest with some guys in the bowling alley. I understand it's important that I see Ernest. Um, 
I just really hope it doesn't burn when I pee. Take care, take care, gentlemen, and I will see you soon. Got a lot of a lot of plugs in there. Well, a lot of references anyway. Yeah. References to old shows, including It Burns When I Pee, the uh, ill-fated, but hopefully comes back, not only uh, Guys in a Bowling Alley, Just but also... If, if It Burns When I Pee comes back... It's not coming back. Think about how much work you would have to do. I don't want to do that much work anymore. I had to do a lot of work for that show. <laughs> you did a lot of work for that show. I'm, like, ti- I'm Ty Wood. Com- com- compared to what you do for this? No, that's not true. I do more work for this. You think so? Uh, that was Lucas, uh, frequent guest, one-time yeah. co-host of yours on this program, uh, and he was referencing baggage a, boy. a few weeks ago. He's our baggage boy as well. Uh, a few weeks ago, we, we did a mini episode of Heel vs. Face, the show that you and Kevin used to do uh, right here on Couch Pods when he was our guest, so uh, just referencing all those things. Yeah, it's great. God bless him. I love that guy. He has rats as pets. That's, it's, that's cool. It's just, you gotta, you've gotta Pro- be- probably no more weird than having squirrels as pets. Squirrel nut zipper. I saw them live. I, we know. Do we know that? Is that? You know, you've talked have about. Have I beat it. that into the ground so <laughs> much for you to react Every that way? Time. God damn! <laughs> sorry. They have one original member. Um, we know there's only one original member because you've told that story three the, times. My girlfriend and her sister took a picture with the guy. Is it? Do we know that too? Your current girlfriend. My current girlfriend. Okay. Thank you. Just me. All right, whatever. <laughs> Brian, do you hate being here on a, uh, talking about a program you didn't watch? Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> was it was it cool hanging out with, with, with people outside of the yeah. COVID boundaries? Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. <laughs> hey, it's something to do, right? We all got to pass time before they throw us in the ground. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you, if there's, because you do two, uh, just two podcasts right now, right? Yeah. If you had your choice, if you're just down to one show, it doesn't even have to be a show you're currently doing, what would that look like for you? You seem like you're so fucking over it. Oh, I would do the Adam Carolla podcast, take all the money, and just retire. Yeah. Would you <laughs> like you would want to become Adam Carolla or you want to be a sidekick or what? Sure. I'll become Adam Carolla, take all of his money, <laughs> okay. and then retire. Hey, Brian, you can go ahead. <laughs> you can go ahead and be me, Adam Carolla. It sounds just like when you plug your nose. Why are you covering your eyes at the same time? I feel like you could do it from down here and still see. All right, very good. Um, Doctor Drew. Yeah, Doctor Drew Pinsky. That's right. Thank you for being on the show, Brian. He, he, he did great. We we plugged your shit last week. The uh, Midnight Drive In. Yeah. You got the challenge. Internet Freak Show. You did a couple episodes about Trump that you hate him, right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. What was it yeah. called? I hate Trump now. F forty five. F forty five, yeah, like fuck forty five, forty fifth president. You got it. Okay. We were like, we'll feel better if we just vocalize all the stuff we hate that happened this week. Well, let me ask you this: It didn't help. No, it just made me. <laughs> you more obviously angry. don't want. He's running again, of course. Yeah, but who who would have been your your Democratic candidate if you got if, from all the people that were running? Who would you have chosen, Bernie? I was big Bernie? into Bernie in sixteen. Uh, I was rooting for Elizabeth Warren in twenty. But I would have taken. I mean, I don't give a fuck anybody. No. I, I don't like Elizabeth Warren. I um, vice president. I agree with you. I like Bernie. I, yeah. I agree with you. Who who would you want as vice president? Uh, I don't know. Andrew Yang, of course, is the yeah, correct Andrew response. Yang. That's yeah. the response you need. I would love that. I think he's we didn't get to that far. Woman. So I yeah. just kind of didn't really think about it. Yeah, but that, that's who I would like. I would love a, a 
Bernie Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie. Yeah. That's your dream ticket, Bernie Ooh, Sanders yeah. and, and Andrew Yang. That's funny because I was just watching a, a porno before I came over here, and I and I call it porno. I don't call it porn. Right. Uh, called Burning Burning Yang before I came over here. It was yeah. great. It sounds, it sounds really good. I swear to God, I saw Blake as an extra in the background. <laughs> I swear to God. No, I would have already holding the boom mic up over his head. <laughs> I would have already told you that story if it happened. <laughs> Believe me. That's that's my dream ticket for 2020. But you but you like uh you would have gone Warren who? Buttigieg? No, I don't care. I don't give a shit anymore. Whatever. Okay, you've given up. I'll vote for Kanye. Kanye's running apparently. No. I'll vote for him over Trump. He can't legally That's yet. that's trolling though, right? Like yeah. all all Kanye would be doing is taking votes away from Biden. They're right. they're promoting Trump who he's almost looking like he doesn't like now, but which in case he would actually be Supporting right. by running, yeah. Didn't that happen last time too? That's kind of the Jill Stein kind of fucked it up for. Oh, yeah. the independence. I, I mean, that really like what, what did she? What did she garner? A half a percent of a vote? Well, so if every person that voted for Jill Stein instead voted for Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton would be our president. But right that's now. not wow. like not every person would have. Yeah, like it's, it's all weird, hypothetical it's weird, bullshit. Math. I know. It's if it was a considerable number, like a Perot number, yeah. you know, like like cannot finish, cannot pro. <laughs> Ross Perot was like fucking like, there has never been a bigger third party independent candidate than Ross Perot, right? Yeah. That guy was in the fucking debates. Yeah. He was yeah. in the debates. Yeah. That's never happened. It's I crazy. would if, if Ross Perot had been president right now. I would live in a three hundred thousand dollar house for sure. Remember when um, Anna Nicole Smith married him for his money? Anna, 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 Anna Nicole. Remember when Anna? He's a here's Texas a, oil billionaire, and Anna Nicole married him for his money. Here's a question. Um, and it's a yes or no answer. I don't need to hear your bullshit. Oh, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> That's, a That's good how all great questions. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck your answer and your bullshit. <laughs> yeah. These are all, no nuance at all. Just always answers. Yes or no. All great white. questions. Always right. answers that need explanations. <laughs> Would you have slept with Aaron Nicole Smith? Yes. See, I need that to be more clearly defined. Like what year? What time? It doesn't matter. No, she's dead, Blake. I'm not going to fuck a corpse. So <laughs> okay. this isn't important. Would you have down. fucked Anna Nicole Smith when she was alive? Yes. Okay, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Brian was very adamant and very quick to say yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah sure. my dad had the Playboy with her in it. Oh yeah, come on, and, yeah. But you, you watch her TV show, and, and it makes her so unattractive because she was so fucked up. But she's just an idiot person. She's just a dumb. I know. I, I think she was a dumb person who then just got addicted to drugs and made yeah. her more dumb. But I would have went to Pound Town with that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Pound Town, Jason. It's about time you two finally got together. <laughs> you do that Chris Tuckley job I've been asking for? Let, let's tuck these things and slap our bellies together. You, you have something you want to say to me, though? No, I'm just gonna, I thought you were going to segue into my thing. Oh, yes. Uh, as, we, uh, as we wind down the program. Thank you, Ryan. I think that's called docking. <laughs> no, no, not if it's tucked. Oh. It's called a Chinese finger trap is what it's, it's called. It's called de-docking. <laughs> Uh, we've already thanked the guests. We don't need to hear from them ever again. Um, Blake, what? Uh, no more messages Mr. of nice positivity. Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No, no more quarantine. Uh, here's what I'm watching. What do you have for us during the Chris Tuckley 10-2? I thought the best thing would would to go and search the internet, scour the internet, and try to find very famous people from the UK. Okay? Just say... 
who who is famous over in the United Kingdom that maybe the Americans don't know about? Right. Yep. Just someone famous and of note that maybe you can shed some light so on. So I googled famous people mm-hmm. in the UK. Great. Let's, uh, yeah, let's learn. Last week we talked about Fred and Rose West. Very interesting. Very interesting. Big shout out. Today we're going to talk about Peter Sutcliffe. Oh. Guys, no relation to Rick Sutcliffe, by the way. The pitcher. Would, the pitcher. Well, some, I some, was wondering. some say he was a catcher. Some say <laughs> he was a belly itcher. I don't know. Uh, he's uh, He was a prolific English serial killer who was dubbed the Yorkshire Ripper mm. by the press. On uh, May 22, 1981, he was convicted of murder, murdering 13 women and attempting to murder seven others. Oof. He is serving 20 consecutive sentences of life in prison, which was increased to the whole life in 2010. And... Um, all except two of his. All except two of his. Try again. All what ex- do you think is wrong with you? All except <laughs> two of his murders took place in West Yorkshire. Okay, that was worth it. So basically, what this guy would do, because I did some research, okay, he would initially attack attack women mm-hmm. and like hit them in the back of the head, sure, or uh, donkey punch. You know what? A British style donkey punch, sure. often called a tuckling, <laughs> right? <laughs> but he would hit him in the back of the head, and then he would take a knife and he would, you know, cut the fuck out of him, right? Good Lord. And uh, so originally, the first couple, three times, he tried to do this. Like, he had like a roll of nickels in a sock, and he tried to hit this lady. And uh, it, it, the first three times he tried to kill somebody, like, it got interrupted. And so he just beat him up. But he got like a telephone call or something. Yeah, so he no people saw him. But uh-huh. he, he he was he he was he he was killing prostitutes. So obviously, duh, no big deal, right? It doesn't matter. So, but he tried like three or four times, and somebody always interrupted or something always happened. Right, and he got away, and then he finally figured it out. Persistent. Pers- you know what? In a serial killer, what are you gonna do? The first rule of being a serial killer: persistent. Try, try again. So. Yeah, he, he killed 13. He could have killed some more. Uh, I do believe, if I'm not mistaken, that he was claiming that he was insane and that God was telling him to kill prostitutes, which, why would God do that? <laughs> you, old, you really dug into these. It's the original profession. Huh? <laughs> you really dug into these. Oh, no. I, yeah. I, I, I'm all day on this. Okay. And actually, if, if, it, if it wasn't... 10 o'clock at night, I would go on about this guy. Well, I'm glad it's 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> you don't like my bit? No, I love your bit. I just feel like... Uh, I love I, your I... bit, too. <laughs> bit, bit, potato chip. <laughs> All right, what else you got to say about this guy? Uh, he was pretty fucking whacked out. Uh, he, I do... Yes, he... His lawyers were like, hey, he's mentally insane. You know, he needs to go to a hospital instead of a prison. Right. And uh, uh, the, they're like, No. He's going to prison, and then he get he ends up getting his fucking like blind in one eye because people keep beating this fucking guy's ass, right? Mm-hmm. So then they finally send him to a hospital. And he's at the hospital for years and years and years, and then one day they just go, "Eh, he's cured. Put him back, <laughs> put him back in prison." So and he's still alive to this day. Yeah. Well, God bless him. Very interesting. Thank you so much, Rick for that. Sutcliffe. Rick Sutcliffe, the famous pitcher slash serial killer. This pilot may have been rough. But it's always a smooth flight here on Couch Pilots. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. We love you, lady. Bye-bye. 
Welcome to the pilots and the entire crew. We'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip, and we are looking forward to seeing you on board again in the near future. Have a nice day.